All right, this is John. And this is Sean. And this is Movie Night with Sean and John. (laughs) What up? Hey. (laughs) This is Movie Night with John and Sean. We got some, this is the first special guest episode let's do a quick roll call <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we have uh andres go you, you can yo okay all right yo i'm andres um <laughs> i'm andres what's yes. up man and then uh, we got isaac chavez garza yo what's up you can plug we'll plug your stuff a little bit yeah, later we'll, we'll uh, get into that cool. we'll get into that okay uh so we're here with andres and isaac Andres soler and uh isaac chavez garza uh some friends some local uh the the crew yeah, we're here. We're high uh, five and all over this. We're gonna squalid. talk about <laughs> high five. High five. Uh, <laughs> there you go. We're gonna talk about mid nineties and maybe a little bit about skateboarding and uh, movies in general. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Skate or die, bro. Yeah. So <laughs> like, so how many of us actually skated? Everyone here skated at least a little bit at I, some point or another. I aggressive inlined, but I did not skateboard. You never skateboarded? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I did, you definitely but get, out, Isaac, get out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out, bro. Yeah, uh, I, I skated for a little bit. Yeah. You I got a board? You own a board? I got a board right now. Yeah, he probably okay. still has one. Yeah. I, I you was don't skate, Isaac. I was always I on the week, bro. I'm just what kidding. <laughs> I was always on the peripheral, you know, of of, uh, of the scene. Yeah, and and those were all my friends, and I just adored the idea of skateboarding, but I was never talented with that. So it was either like in my little group of friends, it was like you either a musician or a drug dealer or a skateboarder. <laughs> you had to be one of the three, <laughs> or maybe all three. Uh, <laughs> In some cases, you skated and you yeah. filmed like lots of. Well, I like, also wasn't good at skateboarding, but I really loved it, and <laughs> yeah. I just liked being around it. So, I still have a board in my car. I just never like use it. But uh, yeah, I got kind of behind the camera and did that instead. It was just right. more of a. You definitely did that. Yeah, for a long time, like ten years. What probably. I loved is that they kind of highlighted that part of the culture in the film too. Was there was always a kid who was like dedicated to the camera and documenting the like he wasn't skating really other than to document right ray you know which is actually the most important job but it gets overlooked because everyone it's right part of the culture man it's a part of the culture it's it's you had to had you had to have that that person filming i mean in in that crew everyone had that that filmmaker and you have to because that's the visible that's the visibility of the culture period you know without those guys who are behind the lens like you don't get the Baker threes or or whatever, you know, you don't get those like uh, m- skate movies that kind of made the teams so right. iconic, you right, know? Right, right. Uh, so yeah, I th- I actually really liked this movie. Just I like did too. first off, what did y'all think of the movie? Like uh, nostalgic, yeah, for sure. nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, made, it reminded uh, me of my childhood. Yeah, that's exactly how <laughs> I, I think. felt. Like I kind of I kind of did all not all those things, but in some way, most of them. In, in some way, yeah, we all was involved went through those or participated. Phases, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think everyone's gonna relate to it somehow. I mean, it's in the '90s and but, you were involved with in some you, way. Not necessarily. I, I agree. Everyone. See, not see, everyone, but like I think most of the generation. That he's speaking to. I mean, it's just a large. Yeah, I wonder mass what the kids. People that I wonder what the kids up in that time like It was mainstream yeah. to skate. It was mainstream well, to skateboard. Tony Hawk was coming out aggressive inline four on the on the Xbox. <laughs> yeah. You guys remember that? I don't know if you guys remember that shit. Aggressive inline four. <laughs> you, you can guys. tell. You, you had me at Tony Hawk. What about once you said yeah, aggressive yeah. inline? No, 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 no. But what about no. Brink? You guys, Brink on Disney Channel. You guys, no. One thing that I didn't So what I want to say is, what I want to say is, I think this movie was made for people who grew up at a certain time period. Obviously, yeah. This is like the wheelhouse for Jonah Hill who. 
is probably very comfortable with this time period and this subject matter. You know, he probably did some of these things or at least was involved in them in some way because it feels like a slam dunk there. But right. I, what I will say is that I think that these kinds of characters have existed forever, you know? So oh, I yeah. do think it can kind of exist outside of the time period is what I'm trying to say, you know? Like if because you're not into skateboarding, you probably know Some characters like, like this, yeah, you know? The kid yeah. who drinks too much and he's, he's, he's you know, right there on the edge or the kid who's like really driven to break out of the neighborhood. He's just over the whole, you know? Yeah. We all know yeah, those sure. characters. Uh, regardless that was what of I, whether I, it's with skating or not is what you're saying, right? Right. And, right. and yeah. regardless of if, if, if it's 90s affiliated or not. Like those things really landed home for me because... Right. I was born in 88, so, like, the 90s was my childhood, yeah, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Super Nintendo and... Exactly. Uh, yeah. Mixtape. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and... Older brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I guess, yeah, let's just get into it. So, you want to set this thing up? All right. Come on, so, uh, mid-90s is Jonah Hill's directorial debut. Yes. Uh, it's a film about young Stevie... Uh, <laughs> Man, he's kind Stevie of, uh, time. Let's just give a round of applause for <laughs> yes. Stevie in this film. He really is one of the one of the heroes. Hero. Young legend, young legend. Hero. Yeah, um, he's kind of you know a lost individual, and he right. finds himself with or kind of skateboarding I guess, culture. Yeah, right, right. Through, through a new group of friends, and kind of figures out who he is and what. At he to was. some extent, I mean, I, yeah, obviously he's bit. still a child at the end, and so he has, you know, he's still like. I'm sure discovering, you know, right. but, uh, but that's kind of right, 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 about, right, 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 right. Coming of age, place. kind of a yeah, yeah, story, or whatever. Um, yeah, young Stevie, time out. Let's. Who was young Stevie? Did you? Man, did you see? Uh, I didn't catch his name let's, actually. Let's I'm, I'm pretty sure it's this dude's first uh, film, first movie. Was it? He's like 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, I think his name's Sunny something. One second. Sunburn. So Jonah Sunburn. Hill, though, I will Sunburn. say, Sunburn. Sunburn, yeah. Jonah Hill, Sunburn, definitely <laughs> did his <laughs> thing. A sunburn. Yeah, sunburn. I think Jonah Hill really did his thing with this. Man, and a star like Jonah Hill doesn't have to make a movie. You know, they don't. They don't have to do that project. And the, you can tell this is like a labor of love kind of thing. Like it's something he's been thinking about and wanting to do. Yeah, this is kind of crazy. You just want nothing uh, happening here. That's it, right? I mean, mid nineties. No, I'm, I guess I'm hitting. Take the take the exclamation out. I think yeah. it's no. Is it no space? No, it is. Oh, it is? Okay, uh, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Boom. We're going to edit this part for sure. <laughs> I'm going to edit this bit out. So what's the kid's name? Um, Sonny Soljic. Soljic? As yeah. Stevie, yeah. So Sonny Soljic, he really, from the moment he kind of appears on screen, I was empathizing with him for some yeah. reason. And then kind of right away, they introduce his older brother, um, uh, Lucas Hedges, who was in Manchester by the Sea. He was in, right. he uh, was in um, Lady Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this kid can really act. This Sonny Soldier kid was mostly new, right? That's you, I you think it's saying? his first movie. I'm so, sure. uh, but right away, Stevie uh, appears on screen. He's getting the shit beat out of him by his older brother, which I empathized with personally. You know, just like <laughs> being the youngest brother. What do y'all think about uh, what what old Stevie <laughs> Sonny Sonny Soldier did with this character? Man, dude, I I thought he brought like this really uh, relatable presence to the screen. Like, I mean, I'm I'm the oldest, so I didn't relate to him on that level. But right. just like being the youngest in his group of friends, or like having something to prove. Right. And having to like stand out and be establish yourself what in, was, in a right. scene. Well, we were, I was kind of joking during the movie that I was like, this character represents everything that Jonah Hill <laughs> and we all <laughs> wish we did with our childhood, you know. 
like uh, the kid is finger banging, you know, girls who are four <laughs> years older than him. Like really, you wait, know. Wait, wait. So how dimes. old is he actually in the movie? I want to know that. Say, yeah. Well, Let's how see. old is he in real life? Because that's yeah. probably his. Uh, I also his think it's funny age. that his name is Sonny and he's sunburn in the movie. I thought that was yeah. Mid nineties follows Stevie, a thirteen year old. Oh, Boom! Nine, wow. I called it. I think I called so it. So like wow. eighth so grade. 13. There's no way that that child in real life is <laughs> is older than twelve to me. He's prepubescent yeah. for sure. Even if he yeah. is thirteen, yeah. you know what I mean. So it's it, like this kid's drinking. He's got forties. He's got Adderall. He's smoking cigarettes. He's got cigarettes. He's got weed. This kid is uh, living like a young Keith Richards. I was and, and with discovering crayons. himself. And and so all the kids in the in the crew. Uh, Basically, they're fond of him, you right, know, because right. he's li- you know yeah, playing they, fast they, and they loose. adopt him as like the young yeah. mascot almost, yeah. you know. Yeah. He's like he's down for whatever, yeah. basically, right? Which man and like my group of friends when I was a kid, like there was definitely like that kid. Like I know specifically who that, who is. that person is, and I'm still friends with him. And like <laughs> watching the movie, I, it just related really, really. Uh, Hal Fry, <laughs> Little Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there was a kid like that in kind of every... Did y'all have friends like that when you were younger? Like, when you were kind of a little bit older, was there a kid kind of right there who yeah. was much younger who was kind of hanging out with you and who, you were introducing him to some things that were maybe questionable or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, well... There were definitely kids like that who hung around, at least, you know. Yeah, well, I came from a small town and we, my little clique, we skated and... It was always like the kid that was two years younger or something that would just kind of like hang around and we didn't know where he came right. from. Like, we, we, you know, he lived on the block or whatever. Right. But it was like he just started seeing us skating. Like, where this skate kid with come you guys? from? Right. But that was us once too. You know, like we'd see the older kids skating right. and be like, "Man, I want to fucking skate with those guys," and they'd always be dicks. Like, Absolutely. Man, fuck you guys. Like you know, like damn. you know, I was lucky to to make friends with some p- kids who were amazing skaters, but but didn't like flex on me in that way. Like I couldn't yeah. skate. I was just around. We, were, you know, we were hanging out at the skate park like every day. Oh yeah, growing that was, up. That so was like, the spot. that was the spot in in the skateboard shop. You know, the skate shop. So like, uh, all of my friends were skaters, but they never like flexed on me in that way. They kind of embraced yeah. me as a, a part of that. You know, and I was probably the same way. Just like wanting to participate in any way. Um, and that scene in the movie, it's one of the the first scenes when Stevie kind of goes to the skate shop by himself for the first time. And just sees like the kids hanging out on the couch, and talking yeah. shit, watching skate videos. Like that was me. Right. Like I used to go every single day after school and go up to the skate shop. Right. Because uh, we had two in like the town I went to high school in. And you know what way I identified with day. him most was like I wasn't ever particularly good at skateboarding. I always loved that culture and like wanted to be a part of it. But like I could ollie, I could do like some pop, a pop shove it or a heel flip or something like that. But Ooh. I never excelled to the point that like some kids where we are from happened to be like amazing you know like local kids who could really like do this and potentially you know go on to be you know some some kind of success at it yeah one of the i mean someone from like our old clique is out in north hollywood right right now that's getting that's getting flowed shoes yeah yeah yeah. what i wanted to say was like i identified with him because he's the kid who's like not really very good but he's just down, he you know. Just wants to hang out. Yeah, and I, I yeah. was definitely that kid at a time where I would go to like three stair or something like that, you know. <laughs> yeah. But like, and I would just just roll around and maybe do a pop shove it every now and again. And, and my friends would be like, "Yeah, you should just go down," you know. And I'm just like, "No, I'm good. Like, I don't think I got it yet," you know. Just like, but I just wanted to be a, a part of uh, right. Things. And so right. I identify with his character in that way. Is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, I feel that. Well, you know in that I mean? aspect of the not movie, not everyone's like naturally gifted at skateboarding, but you can yeah. still have an affinity for the culture. It wasn't that one. That wasn't what it was about. It was just about doing because skating for me when I was skating with my friends I had a, I had a group of friends that I skated with and um 
I had a best friend that I skated with, and he like I would be home, and he would be in my neighborhood. He would live right behind my house, and he would come every afternoon、um, after school to my house, and just knock on my door、Money、and、shred. and just be like, "Hey man, let's go skate." And I'd be like, "All right," and I get my skates, and we'd go. And if another friend would catch up with us later that day, you know, they would、right. skate with us, and、right. it was just something that we did because it was fun. And we were bored, and there was not much else to do, and <laughs> right, that was the、right. funnest thing to do. And we just got a thrill out of it. And there's it, a little community it. behind it, and some of that develops to where, like <clears throat> you're saying, the kid who comes and knocks on your door—that's a part of it too. You、yeah. know, is like the friendships that develop from that. That's what I really liked about the movie was it's the, the friendship and the tension in the、yeah. group, and they really help. That helped to develop those characters a little bit and fill them out All that to where shit, they wasn't—they weren't just props. It was like there was jealousies and the hierarchy of the、right. squad and that like that—that like Ray's character, for instance. What, what's the kid's name? Nickel、oh, Smith. Oh, Nickel Smith. Yeah, he, he shreds. We were just watching some of his videos. Dude, he's he, really he, good. He's, he's、uh, sponsored by Adidas、yeah. and obviously、uh, crazy talented.、Yeah. And he skates in the film and.、Uh, but like his character kind of exists at the height of the hierarchy. You know, he's kind of like. The leader of、uh, the of pack the group, or whatever, yeah. yeah. But there's、and、always a leader like that in a skate clique too, like the one guy that's that's really good. And, yeah, and just like, naturally if gifted. If skating, Every, like, everyone grabs him or get a, get a small sponsor, and everyone's kind、oh, yeah. of orbiting around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, him as a character. And sometimes it makes you feel like shit if you're not better than others. <laughs> right, right, at least that's、right. how I always felt. You know, I was alright. I wasn't. I wasn't bad. I was definitely like second best though. My friend was definitely the most talented. But I was pretty good too. But I wasn't. You were. Yeah, I never. I never. <laughs> you were fuck shit. Yeah, I was fuck shit basically. <laughs> so there's a character in the film. There's a character in the film. His name fuck shit because he's always saying like fuck shit. Oh man, like you know, like when <laughs>、yeah. any time anyone lands a trick, that part reminded me of Goodfellas, which they made a point to actually. Did you see the part where they had that scene from Goodfellas in the film where it's yeah Joe Pesci talking to his mother about the dog? Yeah, about the painting.、Uh, yeah, and it, I thought that was hysterical because, you know, in Goodfellas, which is one of my favorite movies ever. There's a part in the movie where Ray Liotta is—he's、uh, doing a monologue and, and he's kind of walking you through the scene. He goes, "This is Jimmy two times." He says, "Everything's two times." Yeah, know, two times. And he's like, "Hey, you, you take a look at the papers. You take a look at the papers, or whatever it is."、Yeah. You know? And so that reminded me of this in a way because it's like they did—they set it up kind of the same way. They were like, you know, that kid's name Fuction. Like, how did he get the name Fuction? He's like, he, you know, and then it shows him, and he's like, "Fuck shit!" He's like, "Man, that was so tight." Whatever. He's like, yeah, he always says like "fucking shit" after you know someone lands a trick. I just thought that was kind of. An、it's、homage,、club. maybe. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. It's subtle,、Tasteful. but it, it's there. Yeah, it I think so. I think so. Man, a big, a big part of the movie that was super effective to me and like hit me personally is kind of like what Andres was talking about. This is this is pre-internet. This is pre-social、right. media. This、yeah. is、right. mid-nineties, right? Where boredom was kind of just like、mm-hmm. a major part of that time period. Right, but yeah, this but the time period, the whole time period. There's no social media. There's no Facebook. So like,、Nintendo、what you do every day, yeah, yeah, you go meet、yeah. up with your friends. Yeah. And y'all all as a group like go somewhere, yeah, and you, that, that yeah, was like a huge part. And you're of planning my out your day because you're hitting the landline, you know. So、yeah. you're like, as a kid, I'm you know、right. calling my friend's house. He、right. has to be home for me to be able to. You know, Yo, th- I, you have like I, your, even, I even felt that shit when they were sharing the water jug. Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Not、exactly. only like you're trying to find a way to get out, and then you you meet up, and you're like, "Who's got water?" Like, <laughs> who's got money for so, anything? That's what I'm、right. saying. Yeah, yeah. You're just kind of existing、uh, at that time, you dude. Know? I, it, it really hit me, and I guess I haven't thought about it in a long time because I'm so used to like where we're at now. Now, we grew up bef- with dial-up, you know, with、yeah. with the internet really becoming. I saw it. And before that, you know, I didn't own a cell phone until I was 18. Yeah, me too. That really resonated with me. I definitely think if if you are of that. Time period where where you spent any of your childhood in the 1990s, but specifically in that period before 
the like rise and popularization of the internet right that this is going to be in the pocket for you the one thing i want to say is that the vernacular of the movie is definitely politically incorrect by like today's standards yeah, but was spot right. on it's for that time period like those conversations talk, those yeah. conversations happened between me and my yeah. brother you know yeah. and like happened between me and my friends and like uh I thought that was hysterical personally. I, I don't think there's anything malicious in that part of the film. I think it was mostly just to stay true to right. the it's, time it's period shocking, and the nature of that time period. It's shocking by today's standards, but at it that was time, the that's, way it was, you know, like yeah. th- that's spot on. Like those conversations happen. Am I right? Yeah. Like, did y'all? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I think sure. Jonah Hill really did a good job of capturing the, the mid 90s. You know, yeah, and yeah. The I agree. Conversations and dialogue that happened, the. You know the hierarchy that was involved. Like there was that. Like the little kids used to be the ones that would get us water. Like yeah. if you were younger than me, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna do most of the. Yeah, you had to like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had to like earn your. Uh, no, but what I, right. what I to, loved like, is up. that Stevie initially, you can see him when he's filling up the jug. He's smiling. Yeah, he's, he's just like psyched. so stoked to just be a part of it and to just be participating in any way. Uh, I felt like that kid at it times. Was so me, you know, because only s- having older brothers and being the baby of a family, like. I wanted to hang out with older kids. Yeah. Uh, oh, and yeah. Stevie kind of represents, I really do think, like innocence. how we all wish we lived our childhood. You see the innocence from Stevie just go from pure In innocence a lot of ways. to just fucking right. fingering bitches and <laughs> 40s. Drinking 40s, smoking cigarettes. Yeah, let's talk about the lighting. I don't want to give any spoilers. I don't think yeah, there's really fuck. any spoilers. Oh, but my like, bad, my bad. No, no, I don't think so. I, other I, no, other I don't than think like it, the ending, there's not. Yeah, right. What I'm saying is, I think that his character. To talk about like the progression of his character, or maybe like the regression of his character, he kind of starts out. Uh, he's getting beat up by his older brother. Yeah. He's getting bullied, and then eventually he comes into his own, and he's telling his brother, "He's like, you don't even get pussy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This kid is like, he looks like, like he's you're fucking lonely, and you don't get pussy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you don't even have any friends. Fuck you. He's like, I'm not doing what you tell me anymore. So like, by you know, in the beginning, he's getting the shit beat out of him, and then halfway through the mo- film, he's coming home faded and he's like he's like <laughs> he's also barely, getting into fights himself, and like you know and, and uh hanging out with older girls and and just being shown some things that <laughs> are beyond his <laughs> yeah, years you know so like beyond. it's it's kind of this hilarious uh he was like trouble he gets dick, himself in do that shit again <laughs> right <laughs> so that every day so right. it might be like a little bit exaggerated through that character but I mean, when well, you no, were like, say, but there 15 is or that 16. kid. There is that kid. We weren't those kids. We weren't that kid. I mean, but there is that kid yeah. who did those things at that at age, 12 for 13. sure. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. doing that at that age, but I was definitely like smoking cigarettes and shit when I was fifteen. Right. Like a couple years older, I was doing that, but not. But if you think about 12. your whole town, there's the kids in your, no, in your town was, who I, are finger banging at 13. I or, didn't know a whatever. crazy kid at <laughs> no, that I mean, age who was younger than us, who was crazy. He just did anything. He would jump <laughs> off the the half pipe just to prove, I don't know, just to do it. You know what I mean? And I know that. The, the one kid who's who's young but, but yeah. wise beyond his years or yeah. whatever. Or, and now he owns Google. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, the thing, the what I kind of saw as a shortcoming was that I didn't really know what the moral kind of compass of the film was. It kind of existed outside of that space where it's just showing you a bunch of things that kind of happened during this time period. And it's not really commenting on them in any way. And I, 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 I wish there might have been a little bit of commentary there. Like, is Stevie doing the right thing by doing all these things in reality probably not you know he's Terrible. he's gonna he's gonna end <laughs> up choices. having to deal with some of these choices you know oh yeah and he almost you know yeah there's there's a whole part of the film where it kind of gets into that but like 
You know what I'm saying? It, it didn't so, really it didn't really add up to me where I understood where we as an audience are or how we're supposed to feel about some of this stuff. So I think part of the issue that you're having is like maybe the story's not the the movie isn't super story driven. It's character driven mm-hmm. and it's nostalgic. Yeah, uh, it's stylistic, but. It's kind of like a snapshot of this era. And right. Like, yeah. This is how people acted then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These it's kids like, had no idea what they're going to do. They they don't know. Right. They don't know what they're going to do tomorrow. Right. And that's kind of right. like the sense of the movie. It's right. just like a no, photograph. They're just kind of like but, just disenfranchised kids that are right. just running wild and doing whatever. Yeah, no, whatever no, they I, can. I get that. I get that. I, I 100% get that. I um, understand that as a stance. That was just the thing that for me personally. I wish I had gotten a little more of was like where, you know, like where we're supposed to stand with some of this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just think it was just a photograph in like to capture a moment in time to reflect on how the 90s was like were. Right. Um, and just relate. The to aimlessness it, you know? of it was kind of just part of the time. Yeah. yeah. That's I think yeah. that's I think the main one of the main. That's uh, how it felt it, back then too. So do right. you, like do every you day guys... doing the same thing, right? Skating exactly the monotony of of, yeah. and then also even the small the... stuff like changing your shirt because you were around kids that were smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Right. I, used to have, <laughs> I used to have to do that shit. Like so, you know, some kids I hung around they they would smoke cigarettes. Right. And I wasn't into that, but, yeah, but the I'd be like, body my spray. mom would be like, "Why do you smell like cigarettes?" I'm like, I right. don't smoke, mom, but. Right. <laughs> I had no, to bring exactly, Axe yeah. body spray in my camera bag everywhere I went and Axe, just, and oh, just like bathe yeah. in See, that shit. See, that's not to say it didn't resonate for me because it absolutely did. Like, it, it, I, I really felt... I, I loved the movie. I, I laughed, like, multiple times, like, out loud. Funny. I thought it was, it was, was hilarious. Great. The dialogue was hysterical to me. Um, but, like, that was just the one thing, you know? But so I think other than that, it was pretty spot on where i didn't relate was uh where he was yelling at his mom because if i yelled at my mom at that age <laughs> yeah me too i would have fucking uh, dude, I been stevie dead. was living wild yeah he yeah. was yeah. young stevie is i couldn't wild. do what he did at yeah. that age no no and, and <laughs> shut up i yeah. couldn't do mom, what he did at up. my age my mom would lay the stone cold stunner on me <laughs> not, now not today if i tried to do that my dad yeah would just annihilate me yeah if i if that ever even came to that point i couldn't even imagine what were you gonna say i was just gonna say that i would never even think of doing that right it wouldn't even be thought <laughs> i wouldn't head. want to well, yeah. but like yeah like uh <laughs> you know stevie stevie over the course of the film really descends into a point of he's he, he's not sure who he is at this time and so right. like he's being uh kind of molded by the kids around him his behavior it's, is totally a product almost, of like the kids around him which like i can also sympathize with too because if you want to fit in, you're just kind of willing to like participate. You're like, yeah, I'm down. Like, whatever. What, that's what we're doing today. Okay, I guess that's notice, what we're doing. We're drinking forties uh, and like. You notice know. how the coolest kid was the one that told him at the end that he didn't have to do that shit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. I did yeah, notice like, that. Yeah. in uh, Ray. Ray is he's, almost. I guess he's the moral. He's the, main he's the moral maker, compass man. of the film. Exactly. That's good. That's good that you point that he's out. He's almost so he, the main yeah. character. You know, you don't have to do that shit. Yeah, and he's the coolest one too. So it's like. At You're first, right. he, at first, he's all you know stuck on these younger, the other guys. And right, they're they're fucking doing crazy shit. He's like, he's I idolizing that. those yeah. kids. But in the background, he always sees the other guy. And he's right. like, man, this guy's good. And that kid's kicking and, it with the pros. He's, he's like he's becoming really friends. Yeah. yeah, he's excelling. And he sees that, and that. Yeah, I think you're right, man. That's that's actually a super. I, point. I did notice that too, and. Uh, Nikel Smith is uh, sponsored by Adidas and fucking <laughs> awesome in real life. So really, I mean, he's, yeah. he's living it up. Yeah, he's the hero. Yeah, yeah. So did he's this the... movie as so a lot of times when I watch movies that are set in different time periods, I always like notice 
uh, like kind of inconsistencies with uh, wardrobe or with music selection? Did you guys did this feel, work for y'all? Did it feel right? Yeah. Yeah. It felt, did it, it feel like authentic? authentic? I, I just know that he um, uh, sunburn. Yes. He wore the coolest shirts. Stevie, young Stevie. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I will As say of, yeah. is that the the fresh of the movie or whatever the style through you know the the lens that we see the movie through that style I thought was like really indicative of that time oh, period yeah, for sure. yeah. from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle bed sheets the for kind sure. of bed sheets that you as a kid like wanted so bad I had those dude I had those you know and then like your brother going into your brother's room and him having he was taking notes on CDs you know like Fat Joe and and all these rap CDs that he was into and and which ones his brother didn't have and stuff like that and I remember wanting uh, so badly to like have some of those things that were shown in the movie Super Nintendo my neighbor had a Super Nintendo just wanted to go play it you know like or renting it yeah there, there were some really subtle things. I, I don't know if y'all picked it up, but Stevie, towards the end of the movie, he started wearing that that hoodie with the logo and the, had the same logo on the skateboard. A, yeah, it was like shop. the skate shop logo. Right. Yeah. But that that's the kind of shit we used to do. Be, you know, there'd be a local skate shop. And yeah. Their oh, their, yeah. their boards, their their you know their decks would be. I still have one of those shirts around here somewhere from like represent. stoked or something like that. You know, like R.I.P. Yeah, stoked. like they, the skate You'll shop was kind Houston, of man. You know, one of my favorite scenes in the shop. whole movie. One of my the, one of the scenes that actually kind of made me emotional was when. Um, he finally gets the board and he, he cracks his head open. Uh, Stevie cracks his head open <laughs> doing a trick that he's just nowhere near landing. He doesn't even right. have the it's speed even, yeah. to get to get anywhere near. He sees another he kid like stalling and he goes in for it because he wants to prove to, him. Well, yeah, yeah right, he's right. frustrated and he's been getting bullied and like he's getting told he's not shit. Yeah. And so he's like, no, dude, I'm going to do it. And so he, he goes for it. He cracks his head open. And, you know, the rest of the kids are like, man, Stevie, you're like – really take crazy. the hard hits you're crazy like we respect but we, they respect him for yeah. for trying to participate and so they you know ray who's kind of the like you're saying he's like the light of the movie yeah he 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 gives him a board he gives him a board from the wall or whatever he gives but the him part- a, sh- a shop board yeah with a shop board yeah going and on. like for free and it's a really nice deck and then he sets it up for him and that's what i was trying to say is that's like that yeah. part of the film yeah. i was like emotional during that part of the film because it was something so pure like what Stevie participates in for most of the movie is so wild and reckless, but like that was a part of the film where like his he had his full attention on just like kind of passing down this this like tradition of like this is how we set up the board, this yeah. is how you cut the tape, yeah. this is how you put on the trucks. Yeah. I felt like, that way at tool. Zoomies with my my first deck, you know. You like, know what oh, I mean? Hell yeah, dude! Yeah. I think that's every a part of the whole process that, yeah. and and being introduced by that process to someone who you idolize. The other that thing was, was such uh, a that was like for me in that movie just just thinking about not having that moment myself and wanting that moment, being like, man, someone you idolize is really passing down this little like tradition to you yeah. and like it's like you know the I mean? uh, that was country music tradition where they give you their old guitar like here, <laughs> yeah, here you go exactly the- some of that was so cinematic though like they they came back to the same shot a few points in the film where the camera is really far away and they're coming down this kind of they're kind of like bombing oh, yeah. a hill they're just t- like yeah. just a slight inc- or incline or whatever and they're coming down and the camera goes from them being out of focus to like in focus in the whole crew kind of passing by the camera and yeah. like just some of those shots were so cinematic and, and so indicative of that time I think that you know Jonah Hill really did his thing you know well and it feels real it feels grounded in reality I remember like learning how to set up boards I used to have a goofy ass like I had a Nash board which is kind of like 
what he had at the beginning of the film, which is like the, the 80s shape. Right. Like really goofy. <laughs> right. right. That, I got one of those for Christmas when I was like 12. And That's it was your like first academy, impression, yeah. Like a shitty academy <laughs> board. With the like, bearings are horrible. It barely yeah. spins. And the wheels are barely. My first board was from Kmart, dude. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's, saved, a, it's about I the same quality. to get that shit. Who remembers CCS? Yeah. Dude, I do. CCS dude. still exists, man. Really? That was awesome. Yeah, for sure. They're huge, man. Look that shit up. You can find anything, man. I remember, and I wasn't even skating like that. I had one deck. I had a Jamie Thomas zero. Oh hell yeah! yeah. But like my, I, I was so mixed up. I didn't know anything about skateboarding. That had like uh, vert trucks on <laughs> yeah. like uh, an like otherwise streetboard or something like that. It was like it was all mixed up. Yeah. The bearings were everything was just what I thought looked cool. It was like a board with a skeleton on it with black <laughs> trucks. Awesome. So yeah, everyone I mean, did that. Too. But like, Dude, but man. going through that magazine and kind of seeing the options. Yeah. I I mean I had like a. I took the trucks off this academy board, and my first real board was like an element. Yeah, and I'd yeah. saved up a bunch of money Dude, mowing those lawns. Were, those were fresh. And my dad had to drill holes in it so the trucks would fit because they were like shitty academy, like half oh, plastic trucks, and they right. didn't even fit on the board. You didn't have the really? money to actually go through yeah. full with the purchase and to get the bearings, remember, to get the trucks, to get the wheels. Yeah, I didn't have money like right, that. I was right. mowing lawns. And I remember going up to the school that we all used to skate at, and all the older kids were there. <laughs> They're smoking cigarettes and being all cool. The coolest kid was Amir, and I saw him ollie off a van one time. It was awesome. And so I show up there with my brand new Element deck, and they're like, those are some fucking weird trucks, (laughs) dude. What what is those? Yeah. Yeah. But I totally felt uh, Stevie, man. I was that that kid to an extent. My second deck was an Andy McDonald uh, Powell skateboard. Oh, shit, That shit was tight, yeah. I think he used to what hold was your the first record deck? for My first deck was the, the Kmart one. Kmart, but yeah, I had yeah, right, quarters, right. it was like 1250 or something. Yeah, your first real it deck. Had like a, it, had, it was like blue with an eagle on it. But like, your first real deck yeah, was... Yeah, but my first real hey, deck was, was a Powell. Dude. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, That's nice. Cool, nice. I remember, you know, just like, there's, you know, there were kids in our neighborhood who, or in our high school or whatever, who were so good at skateboarding, and I remember just yeah. being like, man, I wish I were that naturally talented with that, you know, uh, coordination, because it was like, oh, yeah, some of man. the kids had, like, real style, and, like, didn't just, you know, perform the, the, the movements, yeah. but, like, did it with a certain kind of, their own, like, little flavor, or well, whatever, that's, and, that's like, like, just wanting, half of the thing, yeah, man, no, yeah. And, and just wanting so badly, like, seeing the, it, it as kind of, like, poetry in motion, and watching the skate movies, that's the other thing oh, I wanted yeah. to talk about, oh, was, like, yeah. Dude, when Stay we were movies. younger, we would go over to your apartment all the time and I just drink all. or or smoke or whatever we were doing and just watch these skate movies, you know? I, like, I was way the, the Baker, the Baker films. Yeah, I, and, yeah. like, those, I idolized those guys in a way almost, like, uh, totally naively, really. But, like, just the culture of their lifestyles, how a lot of the guys the guys who skate at that level live or choose to it's live. It's like a rock star lifestyle. Right. Like these dudes are traveling around and skating. And they talk about that in the movie too. Right. Which felt really authentic to me. Yeah. Because like that is the culture. Like, oh my God, look who just rolled up. You know, it's so-and-so. And being able to skate at the same places your heroes are skating right. at because right. it's just like, this is just the spot for where we are on the map. You know, it's just where we skate or whatever. So I yeah. do got to point out real quick that there's a bunch of uh, cameos. I know Rick Howard's in the movie for a little bit. Chad Muska played a hobo. Yeah. Uh, Ray Barbie has has some lines, actually talks a little That's bit. He plays another hobo. Oh, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Jonah, that, yeah, yeah. I Jonah Hill was super that. inspired by those dudes, so he just kind of got who was available, but he took the time at least to like throw them right. in like you know what I, they are you Muska, know they're, man, they're I there good touch man. dude muska's an icon <laughs> man I, I remember his tra- on the tony tra- hawk games yeah but yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. magazine dude like he used to have the 
the, the the big spreads like the two page spread and he's mm. going down like an 18 yeah. stair the right. ghetto blaster yeah uh, and he always had the baggy pants and like the the shoes there was a style like, to yeah. the whole thing a swagger he's still or doing shit he's designing shoes for super super and stuff. yeah that's like his thing isn't yeah. it yeah or justin bieber wears his shoes right and, like, lil wayne and shit <laughs> yeah. it's crazy i mean i think he was a huge part of the culture at that time oh period, yeah for absolutely sure. but like you know what i want to just touch a little bit on was jonah hill his vision for the whole film, this was shot on 16 millimeter, right? Yeah. That's what we were just talking about. The film had an aspect ratio that's very different from like modern filmmaking. Yeah, it's, it's more like squared off, something like that. And um, man, I just loved the look of the movie. I loved the feel of the movie, the music. Let's touch on the music for just oh, a second. So man. like Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, who, you know, Nine Inch Nails, obviously, like uh, they did the original portions of the film, which I thought landed perfectly but then oh, yeah. there was also this selection almost like a playlist really that kind great. of underlined the movie uh what did y'all think of the music i loved it they had some like a misfit song in there a jizza song uh from liquid swords that was really tight like uh the, the song that was sampled on yeezus for new yeah, slaves i can't remember it's the, like the, a hungarian band called like omega but just something. beautiful music and it was it was and really used well in done. really cinematic moments what do you think y'all, yeah. y'all dug it i thought it was great it's kind of like it's kind of like <laughs> these guys got era. a couple a uh, couple micheladas and PBRs in them and they're sitting back here quiet. But it's like that era, that mixtape era, you know. That's got some rap. Yeah. It's got some punk. See, stuff. the it's thing got, is, is like yeah. I guess I, I I was listening to more of uh, some uh, not some one actually, but I was listening to Good Charlotte. Oh uh, wow, that was a big. I, I, I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> I guess. <Rock> over here. <laughs> sorry, but that's that was that's what I listened to when I was skating. I was right, listening right. to like. Uh, uh, kind of pop like, punk um, stuff. Yeah, I was, I was, pop, you know, I was stuff. more of that. I don't know. I didn't know much about music back then, though. Man, to we be were fair. I get what you mean in that. Music. I get what you mean in that. <laughs> I wasn't really aware of hip hop that much until I was like 16, 17. Yeah. And that was kind of when I was discovering it. But you, right. but you I had, was, having an older brother. Yeah, my older brother was really into aware rap of that. music, man. Yeah. Like he, he played me some rap music when I was like, like a kid, you know, six years old. So you probably He's, loved that part of the film. Oh, yeah. And then when I started skating, I, I would always, me and my friends, we just listened to all rap music, man. See, like I, I was like, like John said, I was introduced. Uh, I, w- I actually paid attention more a lot of to doors too. Houston. Right. I mean, but to, I, but, like but I like stoner is kind of stoner shit. Sorry, what were you saying? I, I just said I was just I, I paid more attention to uh, music in general, like later, later on in yeah, life, yeah, because yeah. I was just I wasn't focused on that. That wasn't my focus. But I just wanted as to far skate, as the film goes, did you appreciate did, how no. the music was used in the film? That I was did. what I like. To me, they the 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 times that they would bring in these really lifting moments musically were always cinematic yeah for sure you know um so yeah i'm right. gonna Dude, give this and, movie time out time out so what are you giving this i'm gonna give this man i'm gonna give this at least four but i might go a little bit higher just and that's crazy yeah. for me i don't usually go that high but i it, really it, really it, liked it, it. Really i'm gonna give this four on. i'm gonna give this four uh, let me think about it for a second all right we're gonna go around the room yeah wh- so what are we're y'all gonna giving have, this all right i give this a foe out show. of five stars four to five I thought it was four great. To five, Very nostalgic. Is that um, a four point five? So there's yeah, there's half. Okay, you know what? Okay, I'll, I'll get a four point five. Uh, it hit stars. home with me. I did. I did have. I was a part of that skate culture growing up, um, and I just related to it yeah. a lot. So I thought, you know, it was it was really cool to see that. Got it. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you got? Isaac, to, I'm gonna have to give it a, a four point five as well. Four and a half. Wow, yeah. this is high I mean, praise. But, you know, I, I liked it, man. I, <laughs> no, I, I loved it like, too. I, I felt like too. I went through a lot of those things. You know, like yeah, listening to your older brother's music, um, growing up, and like being afraid that your mom's gonna catch you doing some shit, <laughs> yeah. and then like <laughs> landing, scary, landing your first, yeah, la- landing your first ollie, getting in a yeah. fight with oh, one of yeah. your friends, yeah. yeah. getting in a fight yeah. with one of your friends one because of your, like, they're skating boys, better yeah. than you or some shit. Yeah, I did all those things, man. So. 
Um, I definitely, definitely, this one touched touched home, so it was cool. I agree, up? man. I, and you're you're making me second guess. Go ahead. What do you think? Are we, are we gonna do a unanimous? Uh, <laughs> I think yeah. <laughs> I think so. group we just become best five. friends, dude. I, I, you want to so, go to the garage? <laughs> the Sam Rice well, like back to what Isaac is saying. You like you know, guacamole. Like it, it felt real, and it felt like. I was almost like reliving that part of my life, setting up it boards, was. listening to the music of like the that. scene. Like half the music I listened to, I heard for the first time, like in a skate video. Yeah, the no. fashion yeah. Yeah, or, for all sure. the, or on the video games, man. Yeah. on the Tony Hawk games. I'm, I just I'm the music so in Tony Hawk, yeah. the first Tony Hawk. I'm Pro fucking skating. wearing Dude, Vans right now. Right. Like, uh, right. like it's a I, part like, of the lifestyle. It's ingrained yeah. into me. Yeah, and, and I, I think you're right. Let's go four and a half. Round We're table. doing a, a party vote. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is this is one of my around. favorite movies of the year. I think. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's, I okay. really did. So we're wrapping this thing up. L- let's plug a bit, a little bit about what you guys do. So we can start with you, Andres. Andres Soler, right. animator. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, you just said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about it. That's not spoilers. Nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm Andres Soler or Andres Soler. Um, I'm an animator. Um, I animate a lot of cartoons uh, just for fun. But I also am a, a web designer as well as a graphic designer. So uh, that's that's pretty much what I do. I so just, in I short, do the hit, visual arts. Hit up Andres if you're looking for any. That's what, right. Yeah. What what all do you what? Well, do you, you also did our um, logo. I did logos, I did album logos, covers. What all? What I all? did logos. I do album covers. I've done album covers covers for Houston artists like <coughs> MCBZ, uh, Kirk Bangs. Um, oh shit! Oh damn! He's got a little bit of resume. <laughs> What's your website? My website is andresoler.io. Boom. There you go. Check that out. Andres is super, super talented. Uh, yeah, he did our. Yeah. <laughs> no, he did our logo. I'm he all did right. the tacos he does, he does so, all my shit, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's get into that. Isaac, tell him a little bit about you. What you're yo, doing? Yo, yo, what's up? Um, I have tacos bomberos. Yeah. Uh, it's a little uh, pop-up kitchen that I started about a year ago. Tacos are amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I go to different oh, yeah. bars, music venues, private parties, and uh, I sell tacos. Tacos, quesadillas. I just added fajitas. a fajita dog. Yeah. yeah. A hot dog with fajita and melted cheese. You know. Ta- the the nachos are insane. Yeah. I don't, I don't really sell oh, the man. nachos that much Not anymore, much. but they come out for like a, a lot of cater- <laughs> Special occasions for catering and shit. Well, yeah. if y'all are looking to cater, that's the item to me. Yeah. That that and the tacos. Yeah. So but good. actually, everything is, is, is super dank, super bomb. It's all about bomb. the meat, man. But, uh, Gotta get the meat. But you also <laughs> do some music stuff, too. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't sell yourself. Let's get into it. I do multiple things. But yeah, so so that, you know, the, the music thing is I play drums. Um, I played for a very long time. Yeah. Um, right now, as far as drumming, I kind of just do like small session work, and so every once in a while, I play at a church. Um, but who'd you drum for? Who'd you drum for? I drum for a lot of people, man. <laughs> yeah, he's drum for a lot of people. <laughs> Drop some names. Drop some names. For, like, man, what I'll say people. is that uh, you know we're here at the studio. I record with Isaac often. You're always the guy that I go to to call. Amazing session player. Drum tech too. So right. as far as drums go, yeah, tuning the drums, the the whole the whole nine. I also so, got a, a little studio where I do like you know record some music as well. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I'm a, fr- a, a front of house engineer. I run live sound, so <laughs> so four ways, <laughs> getting it in four ways. Yeah, <laughs> make a this guy's so hit Isaac up. It. Yeah, hit Isaac up for any one of those four uh, <laughs> avenues. Um, just hit him up for anything. He yeah, probably, he'll, he's, probably he's, he'll get into it. <laughs> he'll chop it up. Um, yeah, I really like this movie. Uh, go see it. I did too, man. And this is our first kind of like party night with yeah. John and Sean party and, night movie and night. homies. And we're probably gonna do a we few got more cheers. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. We did good. Cheers. I think we got it. Uh, go. We'll oh, see yeah. you guys out there. Get out there. Go to the movies. Uh, this is movie night with John Woo. and Sean. Woo. 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 Woo.